Hi, my name is Dawn Smith-Theodore. I'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in the treatment of eating disorders. I'm a former professional dancer, also a former dance studio owner in Los Angeles. I am recovered from anorexia, and I'm also the author of a book called Too Too Thin, A Guide to Dancing Without an Eating Disorder. The Too Too Thin podcast will explore the complex relationship between dancers, athletes, their body image, and the prevention of eating disorders. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Too Too Thin podcast. My name is Dawn Smith Theodore, and today we're going to be talking about trust with the dancer and the athlete. Trust involves mutual respect within a relationship. It's the foundation of any important relationship, and it is also the end result of a dance between two people. There are many different ways to think about trust when we're thinking about trust with a dancer or an athlete. You have to trust in yourself. You have to trust in your body. You have to trust in others. And you have to trust in your own decisions. And so we're going to be talking about each one of those and what happens if the trust fails in those relationships and how we can work to build trust. Let's first talk about trust within ourselves. The trust within ourself is performing with a trusting mindset. And if we're unable to do that, problems will arise from that, such as second-guessing our decisions or overanalyzing our technique, taking too long to make a decision, avoid taking risks, the fear of making mistakes, or dwelling on past mistakes. So some important thoughts about this are to think about the fact that we learn from our mistakes. It is how we are taught. If we don't make mistakes, we're never going to learn. We also have to begin to trust ourselves by trusting the training that we've put in to either dance or our athletic sport. So if you're working with a team, there are four levels of trust. The team must trust the coach, or in the case of dancers, they must trust their teacher or their choreographer, and the coach must trust the team or the teacher or choreographer must trust the dancers, and the team must trust each other, or the dance company must trust each other. And then the last one is the trust in oneself. So trusting in your own talent or athletic ability. As a coach or teacher, they're focusing on the physical, which is the training, and making sure that your body in the, is in the best shape possible, and the psychological, to get your mindset in the right place and making you believe in yourself and trust yourself. For example, in ballet training, it is a long process, and it's a process where the technique that you build is your foundation, much like a foundation you build with a house. And so you build this foundation and then begin to trust that you've built a strong enough foundation that your body knows what to do. After you've built that strong foundation, you have to begin to trust yourself under pressure, whether that's in an audition 
or it's in class where someone is watching you, or it's at a performance or an athletic meet. You also have to have a clear vision of what your future is, what you are working towards. What do you want for your own future? And be clear about your role and responsibilities and who you're accountable to. You have to begin to build confidence in yourself, and you will do that as you see yourself perform better and better. And then also openly have communication with either the teacher, the choreographer, or the coach about what is expected, when is it expected, and having reciprocity in the communication between the two of you. The opposite of trust is fear. And what people look for in trust is consistency in the relationships, whether it's with yourself, teacher, coach, dance partner, team members, or other dancers. And if there is no trust, then there's the possibility that trust has been violated in some way. There could be some type of abuse that's been internalized, and it doesn't have to be physical. It can be emotional from a family member, coach, teacher, or someone that somebody has trusted. As a dancer or an athlete, if you don't trust yourself or you don't trust others, then you begin to make rules. And you develop these rules, which could include an eating disorder or exercise, but it's rules that make you feel safe and that are consistent. One thing that I always say to clients is that food is consistent. If you go to get a hamburger, it tastes like a hamburger. If you go to have spaghetti, you know what spaghetti tastes like. And that's not what you get with relationships. People are not consistent. And so it's finding a way to have consistency within your life as a dancer and an athlete and learning how to surround yourself with individuals, whether it's friends, family, coaches, teachers, who also are consistent in their delivery. That's so important in order to for you as a dancer and athlete to begin to develop your confidence. Trust in your body that it will naturally react without trying to control the movements. You need to trust your talent and your training, that foundation that we talked about earlier. Your body is your instrument, and you need to take care of it in any way possible, making sure that it gets everything that it needs and that you trust it just like you would any other instrument, whether it was a clarinet or a flute. You trust your body in the same way. You've trained it, and you've worked hard. So trust it. Lastly, I really want you to think about yourself and the decisions that you make. Trust your decisions. Use your internal compass to trust yourself in the decisions that you make as a dancer and as an athlete. Thank you for listening to Too Too Thin. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. And as always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.